What's up, movie lovers? Welcome back to another episode of I Want to Talk About Movies. In tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about a few things. Uh, it's going to seem like it's coming from two totally different sides of the spectrum. On one side, we got a few uh, things from Disney, a few movie news from Disney. And on the opposite side, we're talking about Game of Thrones and HBO. So yeah, definitely two polar opposites when it comes to uh, comes to movies and TV shows. But definitely here to talk about it. Um, there's a couple new trailers that, that just came out. Um, obviously, with the with the uh, re- the release of the newest episode of the final season of Game of Thrones. So we're going to be talking about quite a few things in this episode. So sit back, relax, have a listen, enjoy. I'm Bran, and I want to talk about movies. So let's talk about the biggest piece of news right now. Um, I'm sure everyone else is talking about it. The final season of Game of Thrones just aired this past Sunday. Um, I actually saw the first episode. It's really good. Uh, nothing really special, like nothing really um, epic happens. Like you know, there's there's cool parts in it definitely, but it's there's no like cliffhangers or anything like that. There's a few big reveals, uh, but nothing nothing really too special. Um, but still, I did I did like it. I did enjoy it. Um, for this one, normally. With um, shows like this, with big shows like this, I tend to uh, binge watch it after, maybe about like halfway through the season, I'll, I'll binge watch the first half, and then after the second part of the season, I'll binge watch the second half. Uh, for this one, I wanted to see the first episode, and then once once the show is uh, completely done, then I'll, I'll probably binge watch the rest of them. But until then, I'm going to try and kind of steer clear of Facebook or at least Game of Thrones spoilers on Facebook and Instagram. Um, even on YouTube too, like a lot of people don't realize, but you can get you, you can get spoilers from just from the uh, pictures on YouTube. So there's that. So I'm going to have to try and avoid that. And that's going to be a huge, <laughs> a huge challenge right there. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, sometimes I think it's better to just binge watch it all at once. That way you don't have to wait for the next episode. You don't have to wait again. You watch it, wait again. Um, Game of Thrones has always been like a really, it's a, it's a really intense show for those of you who don't watch the show. Um, it can be really intense. I tell people that if they want to get into it, they have to pay attention to it. Like I remember, I watched seasons one through four on my own. And then my friend wanted to get into it too. So he and I watched it from the first season on and just watching, just rewatching it. I learned so much more. I was like, Oh wow. I didn't realize that. And that's because I guess I wasn't paying attention at the time. Um, so if it's, if you're definitely interested in watching it, uh, you shouldn't be on your phone <laughs> at the same time. So keep your phone down and and paying attention. You're definitely going to get a richer experience if you um, don't pay if you just pay attention to it. Just don't play on your phone. Um, this season, normally with Game of Thrones, they have a ten episode season, and this 
the season finale, I believe they have only seven episodes, but each episode is going to be a little bit longer. Normally, um, they average about 60 minutes or so. Uh, these ones are going to last a little bit longer. For the first episode, I believe it was about 60 minutes, but the rest of them are going to be a little bit longer, and that's going to kind of compensate for the lack of uh, three more episodes. Uh, definitely an epic show. Um, I'm, I'm extremely interested to see how it ends, and I, I really can't wait for it to end. Like, It's going to be cool. I'm pretty sure it's going to be cool. Um, my favorite character in the show, obviously, is uh, Tyrion Lannister, played by Peter Dinklage. Played amazingly, I should say, by Peter Dinklage. Uh, who's your favorite character? Who has, um, who has Jon Snow as their favorite character? Who has uh, Jamie or Cersei Lannister as their favorite character? Let me know. Definitely interested in hearing what you guys have to say about it. Are you guys excited for the end? Are you guys sad for the end? Um... Are you guys over it already? Um, I like that Game of Thrones is actually ending just because of the fact that, you know, they're on a high note. They're finally um, getting everything excited and everything exciting is happening right now. So it's good. They're ending on a high note. Whereas other shows like The Walking Dead, you know, they're kind of kind of petering out. They've been petering out for quite some time now. Um, like half of their veteran casts are like leaving already. So yeah, I think it's good that game of Thrones is leaving on a high note. So that's, that's really good. I'm glad to see that. But according to sources, they say that the people at HBO know how, how um, game of Thrones is going to end. So jo George R. R. Martin, the guy who wrote the books for, <clears throat> for game of Thrones, um, he told them how, how it's going to end. So they know basically how it's going to end, but it's not going to completely follow the books. I believe the first two, maybe the first three seasons um, followed the books. I believe it was season one and two followed the books, and then season three kind of like half and half, and then the rest has been kind of mostly um, HBO with a little bit of George R.R. R. Martin thrown into it. So... Definitely curious as to how it's going to end and excited at the same time. It's going to be awesome. Another show that HBO has um, recently brought out with their, with their latest season is a show called Barry. Um, Barry starring Bill Hader. I love Bill Hader. I think he's awesome. I, love, I like him in his, in his um, SNL days. He's really good with um, with uh, different voices. I like him. He's a really good actor, great actor. Um, but Bill Hader plays a guy named Barry, who is a hitman, and he's a really good hitman, but he doesn't like killing people anymore. He's kind of gotten over it. And he discovers this new thing that he likes, and it's actually stage acting. And at first, he's not really good at it, and then he eventually kind of develops his own kind of skills with it and he falls in love with it but because he's doing that he's also kind of shrugging his responsibilities as a hitman and because being a hitman involves killing people this uh this kind of messes up a lot of his plans so 
he has to continually kill people in order to keep this uh, this activity that he loves so much. This is a great show. This is a great, great, great show. Um, they just started with the second season. I haven't watched any of it yet. Like I said before, I'm going to um, wait until pretty much until it's either over or close to over. And then I'm just going to start binge watching it like that. But I definitely like the first season. It's funny. It has, has kind of like a dark humor to it. And, you know, I, I definitely like it, though. It's, it's a really good one. It stars Henry Winkler, a.k.a. The Fonz. Uh, definitely a great show. If you haven't already checked it out, for sure check it out. You know, I've been... I talked to a couple of my friends about this episode um, that I'm doing right now for this podcast. And they told me, like, Game of Thrones and Barry are TV shows. They're not movies. And I told them, I was like, hey, it's not TV. It's HBO. Totally different thing, guys. So stepping away from Game of Thrones and going basically in the complete and utter opposite direction, we're going to talk about Disney. Uh, Last week... Disney released their latest trailer for The Lion King, which comes out on July 19th. And it looks really good. Um, the original Lion King was actually the very first movie that I had ever seen in theaters. So it's definitely one of my favorite movies. It's for sure one of my uh, favorite Disney movies. So I'm very interested to see um, how it's going to turn out. Um, in the first trailer, we got kind of the same thing as we did in the with the original movie for the original movie's first trailer where we basically just got the beginning of the movie where all the animals are going to the kingdom to to kind of meet and greet the the newest kid who would be king and yeah so that's what we got for the first one it was interesting it was you know it was a good it was a good fresh look at it like okay cool we got a we got a really good look at this movie for the first trailer. Um, for the second trailer, we actually see them talking, which is actually what I wanted to see. Um, I really wanted to see how um, the animators are going to make these animals look like they're talking. The downside is that in this trailer, we don't really see a whole lot of talking. We get a lot more, we get more voiceovers than anything. Um, we do see our first look at Scar, the main antagonist. And you can tell he, he's, if you compare him to like another lion, like a healthier lion, like you can tell, okay, he's, he's kind of a bad guy. But the one thing is that um, we don't really see his Scar all that well. You know, I saw like a picture of him and I zoomed into it and I saw the Scar after I zoomed into it, but... Um, if you don't do that, then you're not going to really particularly see it. So I'm thinking maybe in the movie it's going to be a little bit more, um, a little bit more prominent there, or at least I hope so. And I think because of the fact that Scar in the in the trailer, Scar doesn't really say a lot, or he doesn't really like exaggerate what he's saying. So he he's not really moving his lips a lot. So. You see them slightly moving, but not a lot. So, again, something I wanted to see, like I said, was I wanted to see how they're gonna how they're gonna look when they speak. Um, it definitely looks good. 
I'm I'm kind of curious if it's going to be like a shot for shot remake. Um, Disney has had in the past in the past few movies, they've basically been making shot for shot remakes. Like Beauty and the Beast was a big one, where it's pretty much the exact same thing as the cartoon, um, with a few uh, tweaks here and there. And the same thing with Cinderella. Um, so I'm definitely interested to see what's going to happen. I, like I said, I definitely like the movie. Um, at the end of the trailer, we see our first look at Timon and Pumbaa um, singing their, their In the Jungle song. And that was a good little, good little twist ending there, you know, just to get another look at some more animals. Again, you don't really see a whole lot of their mouths moving. You just see them walking and they're singing their song. And um, that's about it. Um, I definitely like it, though. I mean, I, I like I said, I am excited for it. Um, I, I keep bringing up the shot-for-shot remakes because, like I said, Disney has made a few movies now and they are making they are very similar to the original cartoons. Um, the only reason why it's a question of if they're actually going to stay true to it is because of Dumbo. Um, I actually recently uh, saw the movie Dumbo and it is definitely different from the original cartoon. So with Dumbo um, in the original cartoon um the story is told essentially through the eyes of dumbo himself uh you don't really see a whole lot of people there like you know they're there you just don't really see them um yeah like i said it's from the perspective of the elephant uh, in this movie the main story aside from dumbo or i should say the secondary story because dumbo is still the main character but the secondary story behind Dumbo's story is the people. Uh, Will Farrell is a soldier who used to work in the carnival and is now coming back home and looking for work. Um, he used to be like a cowboy and he would do like horse tricks. Him and his wife would do horse tricks and for the show and they would just do that. And they seemed really good at it. He came back with one arm because he lost it during the war, which happens. It does, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so he has a little bit of a hard time kind of transitioning back. Um, he comes back, turns out his wife has passed away, which I believe he kind of knew. He, he, he knew she was gone before he had gotten back. So... Unfortunately, he's not able to do his his uh, horse riding act anymore, so he ends up being the uh, elephant caretaker. So that's how his his story connects to Dumbo's. Um, in the original cartoon, um, Dumbo had a friend. He had a little mouse friend who would kind of help him out, and I believe he was the one who introduced him to the feather. Apparently, Dumbo needs a feather in order to. Um, be able to fly and that's how he got it in this movie we see a little mouse we see them maybe twice throughout the entire movie and that's usually 
Um, I think I believe that was within like the first half hour. Within the first half an hour, we saw this little mouse like twice, and that was it. He didn't do anything special. He didn't hand Dumbo uh, a feather or anything like that. Um, so th those are like kind of kind of the changes that happened. Um, for for um, the bigger reasons, <laughs> the original Dumbo cartoon was actually pretty. Uh, pretty loose back then like back then people don't really didn't really care you know oh yeah show show this it's okay it's a cartoon whatever um in the original in the original movie dumbo actually got drunk on wine i believe and he started seeing purple elephants and in the movie he sees purple elephants because he's just kind of watching um he's just watching the the, these like people blowing bubbles and they just turn into elephants somehow. If I saw a circus where people made animals out of bubbles, I, w I would be surprised if the, if I found out they were going out of business. Um, so it is actually touched on a little bit though. Like in the beginning of the movie, after, um, after Dumbo's mom gives birth to him, they celebrate, and they have wine, and Danny DeVito's like, keep the wine away from the baby. So I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, good little touch on that. And also, the world should rejoice in happiness that there aren't any racist crows. Clearly, that was probably the biggest change of the movie, was the fact that in the original cartoon, they had these crows that would sing and Kind of make fun, but at the same time, I guess I think they kind of helped Dumbo a little bit too in the movie, the original. In this one, they are completely cut out. They are not mentioned. They are not seen. You can't. I, I don't think there is a single crow in this entire movie. Um, it was it was okay though. Like honestly, like I'm I'm a big Tim Burton fan. I like I like his movies. And lately, his movies haven't really been up to par with what he's done. This one is kind of the, kind of the same thing. Like he, it's not really like his regular stuff, but it's still really, really good. I thought it was really good. Um, something really interesting just kind of popped into my head where uh, Danny DeVito is the ringmaster in this movie, and Michael Keaton plays a character in this movie who buys out that that um, circus for his own benefit, his own profit. Which is funny because the last movie that they were both in was Batman. Or Batman Returns, I should say. And uh, what's even more funny is that in Batman Returns, Michael Keaton was Batman, the good guy, and Danny DeVito was the penguin, the villain. And in this one, it's swapped, whereas... Danny DeVito is the ringmaster, essentially a good guy, and <laughs> Michael Keaton is the villain. Very interesting, very very interesting. I thought. Um, but yeah, I definitely liked it. Um, is it DVD worthy? Uh, that's that's kind of hard to say. Um, if they had like 4K, had it in 4K, then maybe. But uh, I don't know. In the end, it's probably not. But 
it's definitely a good movie to see once. It's it's definitely a good movie to compare notes with. You know, so if anything, I would say watch the original and then watch this one and then just see how vast the differences are. Like I definitely told you guys like a lot of differences, but there are a lot more. Trust me. But yeah, if you have the chance, definitely go and check it out. Sticking with Disney, um, last week Disney also premiered their first teaser trailer for their latest uh, Star Wars episode. Um, it's Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. And speaking of um, Skywalker, the original uh, man, Luke Skywalker, uh, played by Mark Hamill, uh, hasn't really been quiet about his feelings about these movies or these movies in the past few years um he's definitely voiced his opinion very loudly about his distaste for them and um the direction that they are going in and he's been lately he's been talking a lot about star wars fatigue and basically what that is is that when you get a lot of something and you just kind of get tired of it you just kind of get sick of it after a while. You're just like, okay, it's fine. It's there. I'll watch it eventually. Um, or or you just get over it. You're just like, oh, you know what? I don't care about it. Whatever. I'm over it. And the same thing is kind of happening with Star Wars. Um, since since uh, Disney bought Star Wars, they've been kind of pumping out like a bunch of movies. I think this one would be their this one would be their fifth movie overall so far and it's it's just not it's just not good it's just it's yeah it's not that good um pretty much i haven't seen any of the disney star wars movies in theaters i was just not interested in it and i like star wars i do I, i'm i'm not a huge fan of star wars but you know, I, I do, I do enjoy it. I do, I do enjoy watching it from time to time. Um, they're ending; they seem to be ending it at nine, so that's good. Um, that's a good place to end it. Like, don't push it on to 11, 12, 11, like ten, eleven, twelve. Don't do that. Um, because then you're definitely gonna have people getting sick of it. Um, I really like the original three um, episodes, four, five, and six. Um, for episodes one, two, and three, I would have to group them together and give them like an okay, they're okay-ish, you know, not terror, like they're not, I feel like, um, the first two definitely get bad raps and that's, that's a given. Um, but I, I kind of like the third one. The third one was pretty good. Out of the three, I would say the third one was the best. And I'm not sure how much that's really saying, <laughs> Um, for episode seven, the force awakens, that one was pretty much a retelling of episode four and you hope it was pretty much the same exact story, just told slightly different. Um, the gist of it was pretty much the same. Uh, the last Jedi, I, I recently saw pretty much. Pretty much, um, whenever these movies are coming on Netflix, that's when I've seen them. Except for The Force Awakens. Force Awakens, I saw that on TV. Um, but 
I only recently, about maybe a month ago, I saw Solo, which has been on Netflix for a while now, has been out on DVD for quite some time now. And I just did not care to see it. And I finally saw it, and it was uh, it was an interesting story, kind of. Honestly, honestly, I feel like we didn't really need to see where Han Solo got his start. We don't really need to see how Han Solo and Chewbacca met. We don't really care. It was an interesting thought, but it was just just too much. And then Rogue One, If you, for those of you who haven't seen Rogue One, it's basically the story right before Episode 4. And again, it was just not good. <laughs> it was just not good. It was... um. I feel like Star Wars, pick pick literally any one Star Wars movie, and it is going to be a long movie, okay? Like, Star Wars, there's a lot going on, and not only that, but there's a lot going on in a lot of different places. So, you're constantly moving, you're constantly getting fed information. So, after, like one movie you feel like you've seen a lot which you have you have with star wars and because of that you know you're kind of tired of it already let alone you're making nine plus movies here with basically the same theme going on here so it does get kind of tiring so i can definitely see where mark hamill is coming from with all of this stuff um with this trailer We've seen a few things, a few few interesting things. We saw um, a new, we saw a new droid, so that's definitely gonna sell some merchandise right there. Uh, we saw Lando Calrissian, and Lando is kind of like the last of the Mohicans. He is like the last guy from the original films to make an appearance in these newer films, and. I'm kind of interested. I'm I'm semi interested to see how the movie ends because this is going to be the last um, of the episode Star Wars movies. Um, I'm definitely interested to see how it ends, um, just because I do. Like I said, I do like Star Wars. It's just that I just haven't been interested enough to see it. But this seems to be like a landmark, or seems to be a definitely a momentous occasion to see. So. Would I see it in theaters? Probably not. Probably not. I think I, I am patient enough to to wait it out and eventually see it when it gets onto Netflix or Redbox or something. So there is that. In other movie news, um, in the future, we are expecting to get another Dr. Doolittle movie. Uh, in this movie, is um, Dr. Doolittle is going to be played by Robert Downey Jr., which RDJ has been really awesome. Like, I thought when I first heard he was playing Sherlock, I didn't think that it was going to be really good. And lo and behold, it was actually very good. Uh, very, very good. So I'm very curious to see how that's going to pan out. Uh, the latest movie news on that is that right now they're going through a ton of reshoots. Um which is kind of shocking because 
because Robert Downey Jr. just seems incredibly busy right now. I'm surprised that he's able to shoot more than more than one movie with um, the Avengers going on right now. But yeah, he's doing actually um, a couple movies right now. Doctor Doolittle being one of them. But now they have to do reshoots. Apparently, they just wanted to make it like really perfect. But I feel like there's there's not really much you can do. Like he's a he's a guy who can he's a doctor who can talk to animals. You know, there's a lot you could do with it, but enough to reshoot. And reshoots are actually fairly normal in the world of movies. Um, is it constantly happens where you make a movie and you're actually done with it. And then you have to reshoot a whole bunch of stuff. That's completely normal. But to the point where you're continuously pushing back the release date. Um, originally, I believe the the Voyage of Dr. Doolittle was actually supposed to be released uh, sometime this year. I think later on this year. But now they've pushed it to the point where it's already, um, I think, late next year already in 2020. So... They say that they want to make it perfect, and you know that's good. That's definitely says a lot about you. You know, you, you definitely want to make a really good movie, but at the same time, though, I mean, like I said, there's only so much you can do. I am curious to see it. I do like the Doctor Doolittle movies. I've seen uh, quite a few of them, and I'm definitely interested to see what Robert Downey Jr. does with it. So, one day we'll get it right. And with that, folks, that's all I have for you today. Um, thank you for taking the time out to listen. I greatly appreciate it. I'm always happy to see that you guys are are listening and having a good old time. Um, for right now, I am working on trying to do a little bit more with the Facebook and Instagram page. Right now, um, between the two, I do a lot more on the Facebook page for I Want to Talk About Movies. Um not a whole lot on Instagram. I'm planning on changing that. I will have some free time coming up. So hopefully I'll be able to kind of work out a schedule for myself and um, and get on that. But right now, folks, I have the quote of the day. I was trying to think of something. I was really had a hard time picking out a quote for this one. Um, just because usually I like my quotes to be kind of... Um, relevant to what I'm talking about, but also have um, some kind of good message to it. So I was thinking, what, what would be a good message from Game of Thrones? And Game of Thrones, it's kind of hard. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of inspirational messages that aren't kind of sarcastic in in the, in the show. Um, but I did find one, and it is from Tyrion Lannister. Never forget what you are. The rest of the world will not. Wear it like armor, and it can never be used to hurt you. Have a good one, movie lovers. Until next time.